welcome to Dad Maiden, the show for creative dads. I'm Corey Miller, here with Kyle Adams. Hi, Kyle. Hi. <laughs> oh, that came out terribly. <laughs> I have really a cold, okay? I have a cold. <laughs> you're just like, you're like this whole pre-show, you were like, oh, it's fine. I'll sound, you know, no problems. And then your first thing was, hi. It's <laughs> 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 perfect. This but is like... What it, Dad life in full display. I have a cold because my daughter has a cold. It's a thing. It is truly a thing when you're like, oh, I'm at like the peak of my health right now. And then your child comes home and they're sniffly and you're like, don't, don't do it. And then they give it to you. And it's just, that's life. Yeah. Well, this morning I woke up and, uh, and my wife was like, how are you feeling? And I was like, good. Good. <laughs> She's like, are you off to get the one ring or? <laughs> <laughs> well, today, well, okay. So two, two, ma- two matters at hand. One, I don't really know how to start off the show. I figure that this will develop organically over time. Um, last, last episode, I was like, oh, there's no intro music. But now I'm thinking I'll probably edit it <laughs> before we ship it out to have the intro music. Didn't have any during the recording, but we probably will. But I don't know what to say. So I'm just making it up as we go. But today... Either way, I think we should we can talk about we should and can talk about what we we're going to talk about today, which is a topic that I told you like two hours ago that we were going to talk about. So I can't wait for all of the the sheer wisdom you're going to drop from the insane amount of times you've had to really think through what we're going to talk about. I think that's part of the beauty of this show, though, right? We're not like we're not we're preparing a topic, but we're not preparing a bunch of notes. We're not true. <laughs> just trying to be super technical about it. We're trying to have a conversation. And let the listener in on that conversation. Just just two buddies having a chat. From opposite ends of the world. Near are we opposite or is it like a quarter of the way around? Oh, I don't know. That is being irrelevant. Though. Let's talk about inspiration. Um and and I <laughs> I messaged you today. I was like, oh yeah, we've got another show today. Uh what do you want to talk about? <laughs> and I don't know why this is in my uh, on my mind right now, I was kind of thinking through it today um, because recently we, we did a, um, I had someone ask me, who is it that inspires me as a, as a creator or as a musician or whatever. And I hadn't really thought through inspiration, I guess in a while. Um, and, and so I, I think it's an interesting conversation because it's, it's, um, I don't know. I, I feel like years ago I used to go out seeking inspiration, you know, you go and you make the mood board and you'd go and you'd, you'd spend three hours trying to get inspired to do something. And then you never ended up doing anything anyways. <laughs> um, so I, I, yeah, anyways, I, so I don't really have any um, kind of direction on this other than just kind of pursuing like, what does it look like to, to be inspired for you and I and, um, and then what that does, like, how do we, I mean, I'll present you the question, Kyle, like, how do you, how are you inspired? Maybe not like, how do you get inspired, but how are you inspired to be creative or to do things? I mean, heck, it could just be like just doing anything, you know? Um, and then, and then how do you take inspiration and turn it into something creative? That's a deep question. <laughs> I know. That's why I asked it. Um, I feel the same as you, and I don't know if this is an age thing or if it's 
because we're dads. I don't know what to connect it to, if it's life events or what, but I find there's fewer people that I just really look up to constantly. I have a lot of respect for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are doing some awesome stuff. But as far as that like younger person, oh, I really like this specific music artist or this specific like podcaster, whoever it is, like there's not really a lot of that for me where it's like, these are the people I've like hold on to every word they say. I don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of that. And I feel like, I don't know if that's really inspiration or not. I think maybe, maybe that's what we used to call inspiration because we were like figuring out how to do things (laughs) in the world. And there were people that were, like a little ahead of us and we thought that's great. Um, let's like kind of model after them. I think a lot of the times we like, we model after the people that we follow. Um, so to me, I find more inspiration in the times where I, where I take time away from finding inspiration. Yeah. That's (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah. A little bit deep, but like having time with my family, just letting go, like, I don't know if you've done this recently, Corey, but it's a very interesting exercise. We get so we get so stressed out and like focused on work, and we have like these these checklist of things. Like we have to do work today, we have to do these things. Then we have family time, and we got to go do this with the family. And we think about expectations of others quite a bit. I've noticed that like since becoming not only married but also a dad. Like yeah, yeah. There's less and less of you, and there's more. Like, okay, these other things need to happen for these other people. And probably developing on in career and things like that as well. Yeah, and co- what coworkers need and stuff yeah, like yeah. that as well. Um, but if you take just, and it it feels so weird because it, it could be the middle of your day and you're stressed out and you're like, I've got to finish this thing by the end of the day. But if you take five minutes and you just go outside and you stand there and you do absolutely nothing and you just listen, like... The world is kind of quiet and like everyone around you, maybe there's, there's obviously stressors for a lot of people, but you don't see that. Like it's not, the world is not quite the chaos that you feel like it is in your head because you have these things you have to do. And if you take that time to just go like appreciate that the world is not like on fire outside <laughs> kind of thing, um, that to me those are times I find some inspiration myself by just realizing that the world's a little different than it is in my head a lot of the time. Or inside your little office in the little little box of whatever your work is. Yeah. When I go outside, I it's hard for me to... Uh-oh. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't call attention because we're not <sighs> editing this. Maybe I shouldn't call attention to the fact you were sneezing. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, yeah. I forgot we're like recording videos. So that was embarrassing, but oh. <laughs> you know, this is a whole new vibe. So this is a complete aside. We'll get back to what you were saying, but the, the doing of the recording of video is very strange to me. Cause I'm very conscious that we're going to have this video and probably upload it somewhere. Maybe we should just go audio and then we don't have to worry about it. Just have a little cartoon video, pictures. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I think that it's the interesting piece of that is that that I find interesting of what you've just said is is the kind of getting out of the space 
so to speak, whether it's your office or even just like the headspace of what, what you're currently doing or what you're wanting to happen in your life at that moment. And, and I mean, I think there's just a the piece of that that's just good self care, you know, um, for, for people like you and I, we work from home and it's really, really easy to do that all day long. Cause it's connected to our house, right? Like I could walk down here anytime. Um, it's sometimes I work from my couch, which is the same place where I watch TV, which is the same place where I hang out with my daughter. You know, I was, I was lying on the couch earlier today and, um, and Rylan just came over and she's just like, I'm going to lie on top of you now. I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, but that's also the same space sometimes where I work. And the, one of the reasons we had a, a whole podcast a million years ago about working from home, but it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes it's a challenge, I think, to get outside of your own head. And maybe that's the same for inspiration, right? Like when you go seeking for it, I wonder if sometimes that just leads to comparison rather than to inspiration. And I comparison oftentimes I have found leads to the detriment of inspiration. Cause you're just like, uh, everyone else is so much better than I am. <laughs> you know? And then you're like, I don't want, why would I bother? You know, why would I bother doing anything? Because I'm not as great as these people who are inspiring to me. I don't think that everyone has that response to really cool things. Um, do you, do you, when you look at someone who's doing something in the same similar kind of vein that you're wanting to be creative in and they're doing it better or they're having more success, do you look at that and feel like driven by that? Or do you kind of go, Ugh, maybe I should find someone who's only a little bit ahead of me and, and then I can feel a little bit better about myself. Where, where do you land on that? I get inspired by it, but I get, I, I guess this is kind of what I was trying to say earlier is I get less inspired by the person I have respect mm. for the person. I appreciate what they're doing, but I get more inspired by what they're doing. The thing. Than them. There's, there's less of an association for me with like, this person is making this thing happen and more so like, this person is sharing these things and these things are causing action for certain people or like, I don't know how to explain that, but it's, it's less like about an example? like, I'm trying to think. Um, gonna put you there's, the a guy, <laughs> there's a guy I found recently and I'm trying to remember his name. I know that his first name is Matthew. Oh, that narrows it down actually. Yeah, of <laughs> course. <laughs> uh, yeah, his name is Matthew Dix. He's a storyteller. Okay. Um, and I just came across it. I think it was on Twitter one day or something. Somebody posted one of those lists of these are podcast episodes you should listen to. Sure. And one of them, like the topic was storytelling. And I've, that's something I've been into personally lately of trying to learn how to tell better stories mm. because I'm typically pretty to the point. And so my stories are typically just like yesterday I went to the store and saw this thing and it was weird. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying yeah. to learn that art a little better. And like really understand how to share stories in an engaging way. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, I, I guess it came to me at the right time, but I looked at his, I listened to that podcast and I heard what he was talking about. And I guess in my mind, it's like, I, I highly respect what he does. I think he's a great storyteller, but I don't think that 
I guess what I'm getting at is I don't feel like that information is unique to him. It's mm. just that I connect with the way he tells it the best. And I, I can, I can acknowledge that more now than I used to. I used to think when I heard something that was meaningful to something I'm trying to learn that that person like holds the key to everything. And I, I know there's other people who have similar thoughts or similar approaches, but I connect with the way he's delivering those to me. And so, yeah, like I connect with what he's saying more so than like specifically him. I don't know that much about him personally. I know Mm -hmm. this thing that he's sharing and maybe that's part of it as well is it's, there's this kind of delusion when you're in your teens, maybe even like early twenties where you're, you think like, this person, I really like what they do. So I know everything about them. And I think they're like, I, I would want to spend every day with them. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't actually know them. Like even if you, even if you tried, you don't really know them. Like, yeah, but you like what they're sharing and you like what they're doing and you like the, the essence of what, what they're sharing does for your life. And so that's, that's what I'm getting at is that's what I get more inspired by is what people are doing not necessarily people themselves because they're so complex yeah, yeah that's interesting I, I like that concept also of um it's not necessarily about the person who's delivering the message anymore because at this day and age in 2023 most things have already been said you know what i mean like there's there's and I, that's so unfair because obviously there's new things being created and made and, and all of that. Um, you know, I think about, you know, one of the, the, the big things on the internet in order, like the big, the big thing you do to make money, one of the biggest ones is to make a course. And, you know, we've had experiences with this in the past. You and I have made various courses and participated in, in all that. We probably bought more courses than we've ever taken. I don't know if you're like this. Like, I'm yeah. sure I have like 18 courses on Udemy that I've just never completed or started. I was like, oh, get this course for a dollar when it's usually $5,000, you know. Also bought um, more domains than we're going to use ever. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I've been getting spammed with, oh, this domain has expired, but you can still get it. And I've been getting one, an email a day for the last 30 days. Anyways, that's not, that not even close to relevant, but I think the, so all, so back to the courses, like I just bought this course supporting, um, uh, a developer that I know and has been, um, you know, I wouldn't say that we're friends, although Josh, if you want to be friends, be friends. Um, but he has been like, he's played a really big part in my development growth as a programmer. And he just released a new course um, for React, which is the framework that um, the that I code in and that our site, convertkit.com is built on. And, um, and there's like a million React courses, right? But the way that he teaches it resonates more with me. The way that he you know, the way that he's able to take that same information that other people have been able to that have written about or made courses about or whatever, made videos about. There's something about that where I look at that and I go, ah, this resonates. I'm this clicks with me a little bit more. So when you talk about the inspiration being more about the thing that you're receiving rather than the person that's delivering it, I, I find that to be 
Yeah, I wonder what, I don't know if that's like a maturity thing. I don't know if that's just like a stage of our lives kind of a thing. Um, creatively for me, it's it's tricky because the people that I get inspired by are often people who I don't have their skill level. So like musically speaking, um, I've been playing guitar and music at various levels for the better part of like 24 years, right? And I, and I wouldn't consider myself to be exceptional. I would say I'm good. I wouldn't say I'm exceptional. Um, but the people who inspire me, I can't play the music that they play. <laughs> They're just way too good. I just listen to like, you know, math rock and, and really complicated technical progressive stuff and, um, or, or just like well-produced music, you know, and I, I'm not a great producer. I, you know, and, um, and those things often I think are, are, um, feel like pillars, I suppose, because I'm not thinking then about the person I'm thinking about, Oh, I'd love to do something like that. Um, but then, you know, the concept of how much time do I have to practice to get to that level? And the truth is I, I don't have as much time as those people do have to, to play and to practice. And, um, it's not even about, Oh, you could make time. It's like, yes, but these things, you know, and I'm sure we'll have an episode about time management at some point, <laughs> but I, um, I don't know. I, I sometimes am, I have found myself recently being inspired more by people who are doing things kind of between myself and the people who really inspire me or the things that really inspire me. Like I'm finding more like, Oh yeah, you're just figuring some stuff out. I'm figuring some stuff out. Yeah, that, that sounds cool. Like you're not going to, no one's going to judge me for that. And, and I'm not going to judge you for that. And there's just kind of a, an unspoken camaraderie there with this random person saying these random things. And, um, but I, I like the idea that it doesn't have to be connected to a person anymore. Um, at least, at least for us. Um, I'm trying to think if there were, I'm, I mean, I'm sure there were back in the day, you know, 10 years ago where I was just like, I'm just following this person because I want to do everything that they can do because I see the success, I see the, the trajectory and it's, and I like that. So I want that for my life, but I'm a little less, a little less concerned about that now. I think same as you. Yeah. And like I said, there's still just for anyone listening, who's like, Oh, you're not inspired by anybody. It's like, <laughs> there's still an, there's still a respect and an appreciation for that person. Sure. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's, uh, I think you can't separate that fully. Right. But the inspiration part of it comes yeah. from what their what their output is, not their entire being as a person. So yeah. I would point to their their work as the inspirational thing, and not them as a person. I don't have many people that inspire me as a person, but more so as something that they output. I suppose there's a piece of that, right, where if you follow that person for a long time or you like their work or what they do, like there can be like an ongoing piece of that. Um, but then if all of a sudden they went away, then it's suddenly your dependence on them for inspiration is, you, you know, all of a sudden you're not, you're not drained of that. Uh, pff, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It's sure a deep topic. That. I don't know. I suppose so. Like it's hard to do explain get, because yeah. Yeah. I don't, it can sound very like, uh, what do I want to say? It can sound very 
pessimistic, like nobody inspires me anymore. But that's not really what I mean. Um, yeah. I'm, maybe it's in the, the nuance of how we, we talk about it because yes, I'm inspired by people, like what people are doing, but not, I'm not idolizing anybody as like they are inspiration yeah. for my life. Do you, do you think that that leads to when you look at the things that people have done creatively speaking, do you feel like your, then your output is kind of a combination of all of those things from all of those different people? Or is it more of a trigger of like, ah, you've inspired me to do something creatively. Now I will go do that versus I like this thing. I like that thing. I like that thing. I'm going to bake it all into a cake, but it's my cake, but I, I, got the ingredients from all these other places i think it's the cake I would okay. say it's the cake because i think i finally figured out what i'm what i'm trying to say here yes let's what go. we're both trying to say actually and that well, is we'll the, find like, out won't we <laughs> yeah well when you're when you think of a person as an inspiration and you're kind of idolizing them as like they are the person to go to for this thing then you start to you start to try to mimic a lot of the things they do on a personal level. Like, well, mm. they wake up at three in the morning every, every day. So I'm going to wake yeah. up at three in the morning every day because if I can't do that, then I will not become like Corey Miller because Corey Miller is amazing. I do not wake up at three in the morning. <laughs> I hope nobody wakes up at three in the morning. That was just an example. Like, <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. They drink coffee with like 90% water. I should do that too because obviously that, you know, like these weird Gross. things that we pick up on. Yeah, right. And we used to do like both of us are guilty of doing that. I know that for sure. Of course. We've known each other yeah. for a long time. Like we both have done that where it's like, okay, this person has found they're inspiring. And what we were really saying is their work is inspiring. And I want to be like that. So I have to start taking on these characteristics <laughs> of this person mm. and try to like, obviously something they're doing in their life is making this happen. And it was a lot less skill-based and a lot more like talent-based. We thought this person had some kind of talent and you had to live your life that way to like make it happen when really it's a skill that you can build up. Other people have done it. And it's not to, it's not to say that person hasn't done a lot of work, that that person shouldn't be respected for all the work they've done and that we shouldn't be like, you know, uh, appreciative of that to them, but they're not the, they're not really the inspiration. The ability for them to perform certain tasks is the inspiration. <laughs> it, so, it sounds very, like, I, and maybe that's why you keep saying it's such a deep topic because it's very identity based, you know, where you tie your identity to someone that you look up to or you're inspired by. And um, I mean, it's a, it's a low form of idolization. You know, mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, you know, going to model my whole being after this. And I think, you know, there's some parts of that where I think humans just naturally kind of absorb what they see, you know, like you see someone wearing cool clothes and you're like, oh, do that. Or you see someone drew a thing and you're like, oh, do that. Um, but the, the attachment to the, to the creator of the thing versus, I don't know, maybe there needs to be some sort of, it's like a weird thing of there needs to be some separation while also not like tearing the person away from the art, you know, like we, if we want to say it that way, you know, um, 
because and because art at its core, creativity at its, at its core is an outpouring of ident of the identity of the person who made it, you know? And, and so there's a piece of that you can't ever replicate because you're not that person. And I think the difference really comes in when you say, how do I, what is, what does my identity look like? What, who am I as a person and how can I uncover that? Maybe looking at these other people, uh, helps to uncover some of those things. You know, I, I think of a couple of years ago, I think it was during kind of the height of the pandemic in 2020, 2021, where I just watched a bunch of, like, I got really into film photography. Like I just watched people doing film photography and I was like, Oh, this is, I love what they're creating. And I know everything about this, like the, you know, the, you know, the, the wind up with the thumb and all of the, the little bits and bobs. And oh, I want to get into that because I feel like I was resonating with that, you know? Um, and it, it, I, I would, I think it unlocked a piece of my own creativity for a time, but I didn't, um, I don't know. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't really like me. I didn't wrap my identity up. Now I'm a film photographer or I want to be like, Joe Greer or whoever. And, um, and I, and I think there's a piece of that where we can go, how do we, how is this inspiration unlocking or, or shifting the dirt a little bit off of something that is part of myself that is covered up or undiscovered yet. And, and maybe that's, you know, as I'm 34 now, I think I, I think I look at that a little bit more in that lens of, why do I like asking that question? Why do I feel inspired by this? Do I feel inspired to go create something because I want to duplicate that or because there's something longing to get out in a sense. Like I'm thinking of this in a musical standpoint, you know, I can listen to a piece of music and be totally moved by it. And is that, is the inspiration me wanting to like make that and sound just like that because I want to have that fame of that band or is it, reaching somewhere deeper into who I am as a person and, and it wants to be uncovered. You know, it wants to, there's, there's something waiting to, to, to enter into the world, I suppose. Um, and the problem is, I, I think the other thing is then like, well, what is that? Right. Is it, do I need to practice to do that? <laughs> like, do I have to like get to that level of excellence before I can find it? Or can I enjoy the the moment and the process of, whatever I have right now. And sometimes that's really challenging because it doesn't sound so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we've, I think we've acknowledged that part of what inspires us now is when we see things that can be added to what we want, what, what we want to become as individuals rather than trying to become the individual that mm. those things are attached. Like, it's possible or maybe, or maybe our current identity, like you and I are pretty set in who we are at, in a lot of ways. Not, I mean, we're still becoming people, but a lot of that's already set. So we're not trying to like redefine ourselves um, in that sense. We're, we're more like, yeah, we're not trying to, you know, when you're in your early twenties, you're like, who am I? Ah, I'm having this existential midlife crisis, you know, hopefully not midlife, but quarter life. You know what I mean? Quarter life, Quarter life crisis. Yeah. Who am I? <laughs> a little bit yeah, less of that I think now. that's part of it. It's like you, you just start to get to a point. I've thought about this a lot because I don't, 
it's it's almost like one of those things I've been concerned for myself about. Of like, do I really not find things as because I just remember even seven years ago finding things to be very inspirational and like just latching on to someone's content, for example, like yeah, binge watching all of it or whatever. And I don't really do <laughs> yeah. that much anymore, and I mm. I've been kind of like. <laughs> a little bit concerned about myself. Like, am I just not finding anything that inspires me anymore? And I've realized that it's less so about that and more so about I'm not attaching myself to just a few specific people to find inspiration from. I'm finding little bits of inspiration from a lot of different people and putting that into the sauce of what I'm doing, right? Yeah. Uh, And so it's not really that I'm... I'm not trying to study a specific individual. I'm learning yeah. little things from from different people. And I think that's just a it's just a different place to be and it's important to acknowledge, I think, that that's where you're at because otherwise you're kind of like I was where you're like is this is something wrong with me? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you find yourself like do you go seeking to be inspired or you seek inspiration or is it more serendipitous it just kind of happens that's a good question i think i guess i would have to say i seek it a little bit i think it happens a lot but i also seek it in that i follow certain sources of things like whether that's a youtube channel or a podcast or a newsletter or a social account or whatever and i get inspired from those things kind of kind of serendipitously, but I wouldn't be inspired if I hadn't started following them or. So you like, you like set up the serendipity. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, I think that's true for a lot of it. Sometimes you can just happen to come across something, but usually it's because of some action you've taken before. Like even on YouTube, if you're, if you see a musician that you've never heard of and you get inspired, well, that was amazing or you're on Spotify and you get recommended some artist you've never heard of, it's because you've done all these actions before that led you to get those recommendations. So, right. So you're not like going, all right, I'm going to have a 30 minute block. I'm going to go sit on whatever website and scroll through all the stuff and like save things that I want. And I'm going to go through Twitter and I'm going to save all the things that I want. I'm going to go on YouTube and I'm going to watch 15 videos and I'll add them all to my watch later. So I can be, you're not doing that sort of thing. It's more like you've kind of built up a framework over time, I suppose, where uh, you're kind of catching, catching the things as they come by. What is there? I feel like there's like some sort of a, There's some sort of a thing where that's a thing. <laughs> Just keep in mind, Corey. I mean, we're dads, right? Go on. <laughs> you just said if you had a 30 minute time slot, do you go search yeah. around the internet? No. <laughs> if I have a 30 minute time right. slot, I'm sitting in the I'm quietest taking, place taking, in my house or I'm taking, taking a nap. A nap. <laughs> yeah. Like, <that's> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's so true. Yeah, I just. I feel like I used to do that all the time. I would just, I wouldn't, it wasn't called doom scrolling. I, well, I guess it probably was at the time, but it was, it was more of like, I, I want to do, I went through a phase. I don't know if I ever told you this, like, I don't know, 15 years ago or something 
Um, I went through a phase of wanting to be a concept artist and like a bot, like a tablet, like a Wacom tablet or whatever they're called, Wacom. And, um, and you hook it up and you've got a little pencil. This is before like iPads and the, all the apps and things. And, and I studied, I would like look up all of these concept artists and, and go to these websites, Behance and whatever else they were. And, and watch like time-lapsed videos, but I would slow down the time-lapse. So it would be like 0.5, so it'd be like normal drawing speed and try and replicate. And, um, and I spent hours, just, just hours, just pouring over all of this stuff. And it, all, it didn't matter because that's not what I ended up doing. Um, but for a time, it was kind of fun to, to research and study. Um, but it was... But it was so, sometimes it would be like, I would go out to get inspired and that would be the, the all of my time. I wouldn't do any art. I, would do, I wouldn't even get inspired. I would just like consume everything that everyone else was doing. And, and then I'd be like, well, now I'm tired. So I'm going to go to bed or whatever, or I'm going to, you know, and then I'd say, or I'd be like, oh, I'm so inspired. I just spent three hours watching this person like talk about how they made these, mountains drew these mountains and then I'd sit and I'd try to do it and be like, Oh, this sucks. Obviously I can't, I'm not that good. So then I'd get discouraged and then I'd shut it off and I wouldn't do anything with it, you know? And, but man, I just spent so much time doing that. And I just, I, I feel like so much more, it's, it's, it's a little bit more of that serendipitous thing. You know, maybe serendipity isn't the correct term for it, but just like the, as things breeze by you, you're kind of reaching out and catching them or they're just hitting you in the face, you know, and you're just, Oh wow. That's a thing. You know, I just recently, I don't know if you've ever heard, um, uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Um, she's a singer songwriter and I was just recently, I've, I've heard her on some, some songs before she's done like some back, like uh, guest vocals on some, for some artists that I really enjoy. And, and I just recently watched a video. It just popped up in my recommended feed. It was like, how to sound like Phoebe Bridgers in your bedroom or something like that. Like, how do you record and sound? I know. How do you record and sound like that? Get this mixed sound, not in a studio, but in your like bedroom studio or your office studio, your at home studio. And, and I was like, oh, I, like I'd never really listened to her music before. And I spend a lot of my time listening to like metal or like really complicated riffs and musicality. And then sometimes I just listen to, to artists and they're just playing like really simple chords and it's so beautiful. And, and sometimes I think I need that. That's the stuff that just kind of washes by to remind me I don't have to be, you know, the world's greatest musician to do something impactful. Like, maybe people will hate me, but a great case study of that is the Beatles. They were not like the world's greatest musicians that have ever lived. You know, they played pretty standard pub chords, you know, pub band chords that are like really simple and had some nice little ditties and riffs, but they're like obviously one of the most influential bands in the history of rock and roll. Right. Like in the modern era, a lot of it stems back to the Beatles, but they weren't, they didn't do anything complex. They just did stuff. And, and maybe that's, that's more of, I think 
and, and it, all that going back to Phoebe Bridgers and being like, now I'm listening to more of her music and, and almost like encouraging myself to, to chill out a little bit. Try, don't try to be overly complex because when I try to be overly complex, then I don't make anything because I just get paralyzed by trying to be overly complex and then I can't do it. Yeah. And uh, big, big recommendation for Phoebe, Phoebe Bridgers. She's great. That's cool. Yeah. I think I get inspired also by, I think as you were talking about looking up stuff and like trying to do something new, it's not that I never try to do something new, but I feel like I get more inspired by what I find while doing things than I do by finding things. Mm -hmm. So I'll do something. If that makes sense. You're going to need to explain that one a little bit. Okay. So, <laughs> you got four minutes. <laughs> so recently I made my first cake, baked my first cake. We were talking about cake. I've never this is like a real cake. Is this a real cake? You made a real it cake. Is. I did. I made a real cake for my daughter's birthday party. This is, it's all come full circle. This is my yeah. favorite thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> so I baked a cake. I've never baked a cake before. I've never yeah. even been involved with the process of baking a cake. But I was like, I feel like I can do this. My wife and I watch a lot of, because uh, there's not a lot to watch with your kids, let's be honest. So yeah. I, we watch <laughs> a, a lot, lot of, of like, trash, <laughs> Food Network or HGTV kind of stuff. Sure. And so there's a lot of baking shows and, and they're really cool. So I've seen those before and it's like, I guess in my mind I was like, I, I could try this. Like it's not going to be, you know, Food Network quality. <laughs> sure. Cake, yeah, yeah. But I can try it. Like <laughs> I've at least seen people do it and I feel reasonably sure that I could it sure. and so i started doing it and then in the process i looked up like how do you make buttercream frosting like what are some tips on that and like learned a bunch of things got really inspired to do it but it was like during the process of making it i wasn't like it wasn't like i knew this cake is coming up so i'm gonna like dive into a 40-hour course on cake baking <laughs> before i do the thing <laughs> It was like usually four ninety nine. It. Now it's eight dollars on yeah. sale. <laughs> I actually think part of that's the side effect of being a dad, though, mm. because I just don't have like like I told you thirty minutes. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I don't really yeah. have the time to just say, "Well, I'm going to bake a cake next week." So I'm going to buy a course and go through a eight hour yeah. course on cake baking. Like I'm just going to yeah. <laughs> do it in the moment and learn and do it again later and keep learning if yeah. I really want to make that a skill. And that, that was more inspiring to me to like actually make the thing and not just talk about making the thing. Two questions. Did it taste good? Yeah, it did. Like it was a good cake. It was a good cake. That, okay. First off, that's like amazing. And then second question is, do you want to bake more cakes now? I do. Or bake yeah. more things. Maybe not even just cakes. Is it like it sparked this? desire to oh you know actually baking like baking's pretty dope i want to do that a little bit more yeah i do i love that that's the best thing i've ever heard <laughs> it's so good it's i i find it really funny that you mentioned that because this year i've gotten really into kind of trying trying to to broaden my realm of recipes mm -hmm. um we like my wife and i are very like if, if we, we have our staples, right? If we don't plan anything, it's like, these are our like seven meals that we'll make and we will eat them all of the time. And those are the ones that the girls will eat and we know how to do them without a book or whatever. And, and this year, um, I'm not 
I'm not vegan or vegetarian, but this year in 2023, I decided to challenge myself to go vegetarian. And that changes the game across the board of like how you have to make meals and shop and, and do all this stuff. And, um, and I've really enjoyed doing more of that and learning to be a little bit more thoughtful about what it is that I'm making and, and eating. So I just, you brought that up and I'm just like, ah, oh, cause that's, cause it's, cause I think that's another thing of it. The more, the more that you do that and you, and you find that you enjoy it, then that in and of itself in a way becomes an inspiration because you're like, I remember doing the thing and I remember really enjoying it. And maybe next time it won't be as great or I won't like, I won't hit the same level, but I, the process of doing it is really enjoyable. And I want some more of that feed it right into my face. Exactly. Cause it's, cause it's a cake. It was a Batman was cake. That, it was a Batman cake. That's so cool. <laughs> it was. Did she ask for the, a Batman cake or were you just like, I'm going to make a Batman cake? Yeah. She wanted, she wanted a superhero birthday party <laughs> and Amazing. she dressed up as Batman as well. Amazing. I feel like you sent me a picture of that. Probably. That's cool. I like that. I, I, I think there's, it, it has me thinking now though. Um, and maybe we can end, end the show kind of on this thought of like, what is it that we, how is it that we get inspired? Where, where are the sources? I think doing maybe even like being mindful of the sources of the inspiration of, of where are we finding creativity and, and where are the things that are like sucking that out of us? You know, um, I think social media in a lot of ways has, um, has a lot of capability, like has a lot of capacity to be really great and inspire a lot of creativity, but at its core, I think a lot of social media is there to like one, it's just one upmanship, just like constant. And it, that can also feel really bad. And it's a, that's a type, a tightrope to walk, I think, but the, a really understanding and almost doing a self audit of like, where am I, where am I, when I feel creative, what spurred that on? Was it a conversation was it like we talked about in the last episode? Was it just like booking time for myself where I need to be creative? Like this is my creative block and now I'm in here. So maybe I just need to like come up with something, you know, um, or is it somewhere else? I, I don't know. But I, I also, I also I like that we've, I don't know. It, it feels good to hear you say, I guess it's, it feels affirming to hear you say that, that those things have changed for you over the years. Because they've changed for me, and I was—I was like, oh, maybe I'm broken because <laughs> I'm not That's like I'm not on Pinterest anymore, <laughs> like diving through all this stuff. <laughs> There's also this danger to like, and I think both of us, to some degree, have also distanced ourselves from being consumed by social media. Yeah, and I think there's something to be said about that as well because you can, you know, or even taking a course or something, none of those things are bad. Like sure. if you want to go to YouTube and you want to learn how to do something new, great. But just don't be fooled by thinking that since you've watched four other people make the thing and maybe you've commented how great it was, it doesn't mean you've actually done anything. Like yeah. you haven't you haven't actually taken any action yet. And that sounds silly and very obvious. Like, well of course Kyle, you haven't you've watched four videos. But we think that we've done something. And we haven't really mm. done it. And even with a course, like again, nothing wrong with taking a course online, but 
you go through it and you you know, check off the lessons and you get yeah. to see this progress of like, well, I'm three fourths of the way through this thing where I'm going to learn how to master cake baking or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and, but you haven't, you haven't done anything. You haven't actually made the thing. And so I think there's a lot of like, I think what we used to see as inspiration in some ways was this, like we've made the thing and we haven't really done it. And now mm. it's a little bit on its head of like, we're actually trying to make things and finding inspiration in between making things. Yes. And then it begs the question, if nothing comes from the inspiration do the inspiration matter, like if the tree falls in the woods, you know, I could say, Oh, I'm so inspired. But if I never do anything with the inspiration, then have I lost it? Does it sit in like a little vault? I was going to say that I was going to sit in a little vault somewhere in my subconscious and then I pull it out later. Or does it just become like, ah, yeah. And then you just move on with your life. And then did it matter? Could have just been a Ex small shot of existential. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm just like, oh, hey, you know what? I appreciate what that person did. And then maybe that can just be what it is. Like every time we're on a call, I'm so inspired, Corey. And then I just don't Are you though? Else. Are you though? <laughs> Are you though? I am. Are you though? <laughs> and on that note, I like this conversation, Kyle. I this is I'm I'm gonna be thinking about this for a while. Um I like this conversation. I also I, I also like that it's not just like, oh, where do you go to get inspired? It's like I don't know. Felt a little bit more more or less like that. <laughs> a little more a little more realistic. real, I suppose. <laughs> a little more realistic. A little yeah. more realistic. But thanks for the conversation, Kyle. I appreciate you. Um, why don't you uh share a little bit about if if people want to find you online, where okay. they can go to do that. You want to find me online? Go to twitter.com and search for It's Kyle Adams, I-T-S Kyle Adams, or you can find me at creatorglue.com. Nice. And you can find me, uh, I mean, I, I'm not really on any of the socials, so you can go to dadmade.co. I will just push that every time and you can sign up for the newsletter. Um, at the time of the recording, we haven't actually released the podcast yet. I think we're going to get a, get a couple under our belt and then and we'll start to drip them out. But um, if you sign up for the newsletter, we send out uh, emails and we'll have behind the scenes sort of things and other thoughts that we've got. So, um, and then you can also respond and I'll send you an email back if you like. So um, yeah, but thanks for, thanks for hanging out, Kyle. Appreciated this conversation and uh, thank you for listening or watching listener slash watcher viewer, listener viewer. Thanks and uh, we'd also love, yeah, thanks for putting <laughs> up with Kyle's cold. And we'd also, I'd also like to hear, um, how you get inspired or you feel inspired if, if you want to write in, um, right now, the best way to do that ironically is to go sign up for the newsletter and then reply to the email. But, um, I suppose you can, I could, I guess you just write it's mail M M A I L at dadmade.co. It's a lot of spelling there, but, um, yeah, mail mail at dadmade.co. And I uh, would love to know how you're inspired. So yeah, I got that Kyle. Good show, Corey. Good show. Bye. Bye.